Did you know that every time you listen to an ad on this podcast, you help cover the cost of producing Find Your Food Voice? Thank you to our sponsor, Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. Because of them, my team and I can continue our independent podcast. Equilibria is a women-owned wellness brand with unique science-backed products that help bring your mind and back my mind and body back into harmony. EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense is a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. It also promotes optimal vaginal pH. These probiotics were chosen because they are studied for women's health. And I love that you can subscribe. So if you find that Equilibria's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense helps you, you can subscribe so you don't have to think twice about running out and also save 25% off. I just started taking the Equilibria Daily Women's Microbiome Defense after a trip overseas that made my GI tract kind of funky. I am hoping that it helps make things just a little bit easier, easing back in. And also as a woman, as a woman in midlife, I'm always looking for ways to help with vaginal pH. If you are not in midlife yet, just be aware. It's a thing that is around the corner for you. So head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. All right, let's get back to the show. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of the Love Food Podcast is brought to you by Green Mountain at Fox Run, the pioneering women's retreat to help you find peace with food, fitness, and your body. Through powerful tools such as mindfulness, stress reduction techniques, and mindful movement, you'll learn to eat, move, feel, and live in the moment. Visit www.fitwoman.com forward slash love food for more information. Say goodbye to the food police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by award-winning dietitian and food behavior expert, Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter, welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita, and let's begin. Hi, and welcome to episode 45 of the Love Food Podcast. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and food peace promoter. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. And I need to be honest with you folks, um, I'm feeling a bit of a dichotomy. Uh, As humans, that's one of our amazing traits. We can feel two completely different things at the same time. Um, I'm recording this the day after the U.S. election, and basically the person that was selected um, does not coincide with my values, my beliefs, and also the person selected really, frankly, has expressed quite a bit of fat phobia, weight stigma, and it pisses me off. 
Um, I appreciate that sometimes talking about polit- politics can be polarizing, yet it's what I'm feeling, and I have a feeling it's going to affect my episode today. Yet, I did mention a dichotomy because with that sadness, anger, resentment, all those things that are just quite icky, there's something really beautiful about today. Today happens to be my four-year-old son's birthday, um, and I love him to pieces, of course, just like any mother would. And uh, so I just want to tell Oliver, happy birthday. I'm so glad that you're in our family. I love you, and I hope you have a really wonderful day because we're celebrating you because you bring our family so much joy. Oh, I could gush about him. It's not it, that feels so much better than talking about the other stuff, but but I do um want to honor that I'm feeling both of those at the same time. And um it's kind of ironic, I suppose, about today's letter. I have a letter from someone who is experiencing some grief from a really major loss in her life, and she's also battling a health condition where she gets a lot of mixed messages, um messages that she needs to pursue weight loss. Um, and then also she has found that doesn't really work for her, her. And, um, so she's looking at other ways to, um, find healthy eating and to heal her relationship with food. And she's exploring intuitive eating. So I do have some things to say about that and whether or not you have this condition, I think you'll benefit from this episode because, um, I think, um, that pursuit of weight loss can, um, really make things complicated and it can feel like, if we choose to not pursue weight loss, it can it can feel like we're letting our ourselves go. And certainly, choosing to not diet is really an active process. It's not letting yourself go. So I hope you appreciate today's letter, and I look forward to hearing what you have to say about it. So let's go ahead and listen to today's letter. Dear food. For probably my entire life, I have used you as a scapegoat to avoid my divided and toxic family life, my fear of relationships and men, and the excuse as to why I can't keep the weight off. After my brother passed unexpectedly this year, and after mindless eating to numb the pain of his absence, I seeked out some help from a therapist. I'm still in therapy, and I was able to unblock myself from the numbness. This is where you came in, food. I was no longer using you as a source of comfort anymore. Alongside this journey, I decided to read the intuitive eating book that Julie Duffy Dillon put on her must-read syllabus section. I read it slowly and realized even more that you don't really bring me that source of comfort anymore or really the satisfaction. In fact, I had faced so much without you in just a matter of three months. I had to face the reality that my brother is no longer here, that I used you to numb myself to the point where I didn't know that what I was feeling, and that I fed myself the wrong foods to keep myself fat so men would leave me alone. I say this because when I've been at a lighter weight, I did not feel comfortable at all with the intention. I felt vulnerable in my new body. Fat is all I have ever known. I was a wallflower and invisible to men. Once I wasn't, I was back at the binging and the weight crept up, although on a conscious level, I was so upset about this. I know all of this sounds crazy, but I had such a huge insight in such a short amount of time. I began to take care of myself, but I'm really struggling with something, polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. I really want to build a strong and healthy relationship with my body. 
My body is completely out of balance because I feel at a cellular level. Because I had gained almost 15 pounds from the loss of my brother, my PCOS symptoms came back. I don't weigh myself anymore, but I do want to lose some weight so I can get off medication and restabilize my hormones. I just feel like all the information out there about nutrition and PCOS is so contradictory. I don't know where to start. I find myself getting into diet mentality and I fight myself mentally constantly, especially lately. I don't feel at peace and this concerns me. I have stopped exercising because of this mental stress too. I ask you food, what am I really supposed to do? Am I supposed to be okay with the fact that maybe my PCOS is always going to wreak havoc on my health? Am I supposed to be okay with being large and constantly fighting to stabilize my hormones? I'm only 26 and I'm so fatigued. I really don't care what the scale says anymore. What I wanted to know is, what exactly am I supposed to do? I honor my hunger, but I notice some days I barely eat. I logically do not think this is okay since I have PCOS. I don't know if I can trust my body fully because of the PCOS. Instead of going around in circles, does intuitive eating really work for PCOS? Are, car- are carbs really what is making my hormones insane or gain a few extra pounds? I just feel so lost. I want to get out of this. I want to heal my body and my soul. I want to heal my PCOS naturally and I want to be okay with you food. I just hate how healing PCOS equates to weight loss. I think this may be the issue. I just feel like I'm always going to lose when it comes to PCOS. Sincerely, a lost sister. Before I explore this episode's letter, I want to share a word from this episode's sponsor who has a special promotion just for Love Food listeners. This episode is sponsored by Green Mountain at Fox Run, the pioneering women's retreat to help you find peace with food, fitness, and your body in Ludlow, Vermont. For over 40 years, Green Mountain has developed sustainable, non-diet strategies for women who struggle with weight, emotional and binge eating, and feelings of addiction. Last year, Green Mountain opened its Women's Center for Binge and Emotional Eating, the only clinical program in the nation dedicated solely to women suffering with binge eating disorder and emotional eating. Ready to set yourself free from dieting and restrictions, untruths and fads? Visit www.fitwoman.com forward slash love food for more information about Green Mountain at Fox Run and the Women's Center for Binge and Emotional Eating. Right now, receive a free room upgrade and a $250 weekly credit toward amenities and professional services when you stay a week or more before Saturday, December 17th. Restrictions apply. Visit www.fitwoman.com forward slash love food for more information. Now, let's explore this week's letter. Hey there, lost sister. Thank you so much for your letter. And my deepest sympathies for your loss. What a tough year for you. And I hope the next few minutes I can offer some, I don't know, maybe some solutions you can experiment with, but also know that I'm extending my deepest sympathies for the tough road you've been traveling, especially lately. And, uh, you know, you bring up a really important question. Can someone work on intuitive eating or you know, eating according to more their own hunger and fullness cues instead of dieting and manage their health with PCOS? That is the million dollar question for this um, this letter. And I want to say, hell yes. Yes, you can. I feel without a doubt, it's 
intuitive eating can be a solution for any woman with PCOS. And I want to share with you my reasons. But before I get to that, there may be some folks listening who've never heard of this acronym PCOS. And like we said in the letter, it stands for polycystic ovarian syndrome. And this is a condition that is a genetic and environmental um, syndrome that is um, basically in, within a woman's endocrinology. It's something that affects her hormones. And again, it's genetic and environmental. So it's not something that um, a woman necessarily causes. It is something that's passed down generation to gener- generation, just like many other diseases. And also also certain parts of our um, current climate and um, environmental um, exposures also affect the condition being um, experienced. It's it's very complicated, but what ends up happening and why um, I work with so many women with PCOS is that because hormones are involved, women with PCOS end up having high insulin levels. And um, when a woman has high insulin levels, you know, you may have heard of insulin because of diabetes and wonder what's the big deal. But a woman with PCOS has much higher insulin levels than people with diabetes to the point that there's such a high insulin level that their body ends up being um, unable to satisfy needs for energy in the body. Um, Basically what's going on is that insulin is not working. Um, I always think of insulin as the doorman to the cell. And whenever energy is trying to get in the cell, it ask the doorman to open the door. And when someone has PCOS and other types of insulin resistance, that door is sticky and it can't open. And so the body just sends more insulin to try to help out more doormen. And the cycle continues. And these high insulin levels will make every cell in the woman's body crave food, especially carbohydrates, sugars, and uh, for a lot of my clients, they find that they have a really hard time stopping when they're um, craving these foods. And for a lot of people that can cause a lot of shame and for women with PCOS with high insulin levels, there's a a good amount of them that do end up having a larger body. Not everyone with PCOS has a larger body, but, um, it's certainly something that's pretty common. And so when a woman's in a fat body, um, and she's told to be smaller, um, you know, having a, a lot of out of control experiences with carbs and sugar may just feel, like um, really detrimental and really shameful. And something that I know to be true about intuitive eating is that it does not include the pursuit of weight loss, yet the primary treatment these days for PCOS is weight loss. And that's where I find that um, this conversation about intuitive eating is extremely important with PCOS because weight loss should not be the primary treatment for it. if you've listened to this podcast at least once, you know that I'm against the pursuit of weight loss because I do think it's going to negatively affect your relationship with food on so many different levels. And if you have PCOS, it's also going to affect your body in a negative way. A woman with PCOS and high circulating insulin, their weight's not going to go down anyway, no matter what they do. So something that I think is really important for you, letter writer, and any other woman who's struggling with PCOS is to really make sure that you're doing what you need to do to take care of yourself. For you, letter writer, you know, I know over the last year, your self-care has gone in the toilet because you're grieving. You know, you're going through something that is just gut-wrenching and 
I think anyone could relate with um, lack of self-care when they're grieving the loss of someone so important. And, you know, from what you said, you've, you stopped exercising and you numbed out. And those were all things that you were doing just to cope. And what I know with PCOS is that women will need to really, in order to help the condition just to be um, better managed and to have um, better health with it, self-care will need to be a priority more than other women without PCOS. I know that sucks, but I, I pretty much have come to that conclusion with working with so many women with it. Um, one of the self-care things that I think is important is your sleep. Um, uh, many women with PCOS end up having sleep disorders. And I think it's really important to make sure that you are giving yourself the space and time you need to rest. And um, you know, the other part of it is because of the symptoms of PCOS, um, like the larger body that I described earlier, another part of PCOS is facial hair, or uh, male pattern baldness on the head. And that happens because of the high circulating testosterone. Um, Because of these types of things, I feel like it causes many women to go down this really dark place with their body image and feeling like their body has failed them. And this is where intuitive eating can really help you. Because having PCOS, as crappy, as shitty as this condition is, your body will let you know very quickly if a food or an experience or a, a type of habit that you're um, experimenting with, whether or not it helps you, it will let you know really quickly. Um, you know, you mentioned in your letter that you're in a place where you're feeling really fatigued. And that's something that I would encourage you to, to continue to notice and to monitor. And, um, you know, hunger, it seems like is not always connecting. And I don't know if that's because of the PCOS. It's certainly something that people talk about as a possibility of being affected with PCOS. But I also think you have been through the ringer um, with your body image, with your grief, that I wouldn't necessarily expect hunger to be the most reliable source of information for you. So what I would encourage you to do is whenever you try to do something that helps your PCOS to monitor your energy level. One thing that I have come to to basically understand with PCOS is that you're probably going to need more protein than everybody else. Um, I, I'm not saying cutting out carbohydrates. I'm not saying cutting out fats. What I'm saying is you probably just need more protein. And certainly um, having more at breakfast and before bed are two times that I see really helping clients that I work with to feel more energized with their PCOS. And it also seems to help with... Um, helping hunger and appetite to feel in a more routine way. So maybe experiment with that. What I'm going to do in the show notes is I'm going to put some links to um, some reasons behind that and some ideas for you on um, why to increase protein and how to do it and kind of the physiology behind it. And again, what I would encourage you to look for instead of weight change is I would encourage you to look for energy levels, maybe even mood. You know, how is your mood affected by when you do this type of self-care? I want to turn the tables a little bit and maybe not talk as much about food choices and physiology with PCOS. From your letter, I get the sense what is necessary at this point or maybe soon is really getting to this place where you're healing and focusing on healing your body and your soul. And you know, from your letter, you've had a really complicated relationship with your body. And, 
you know, when we talk about food and our complicated relationship with food, sometimes it can feel like that is like behind all of this chaos. But I, you know, reading your letter, I really can appreciate that this is not about the food, that this is about something else. And something that I feel like is going to be a really uh, important part of your journey is sitting with that vulnerability. You know, you mentioned that fear of it. Um, and that was exposed whenever you notice men being attracted to you. And, you know, I feel like it's really simple for me to say that, um, you know, just, just sit with your vulnerability and it'll all get better. So I don't want to come off as trite as that sounds. Um, you mentioned working with a therapist and I feel like that's where therapies, therapists can be so helpful because they can allow us the time and the space that we need to slowly sit with more of that vulnerability. And as you sit with that vulnerability, what I I know to be true is that your body will come a place that will have more self-worth where you're there'll be more value with it. And it'll also have this place where it can be honored more as the home for your soul. You know, our our body is is our earth suit for our soul on earth. And it's really important for that reason. You know, it's something that holds very, something very, very special. So as you're moving forward and as you're experimenting with these different food things and really um, putting that pursuit of weight loss on the back burner as far back as you can and focusing on how does my body feel today with my choices, with my food choices, with my self-care choices, really connecting with that in the minute to minute, um, while also, as you can, letting yourself experience more of that vulnerability, I know that's going to lead you down a path of more food peace. I also know it's going to lead you down a path of more body peace. And in the end, it's going to allow you to experience more of the joy that you're wanting to experience in life. And even though there's lots of darkness right now, I I know that joy is right around the corner, and um, it's just it's just waiting for you. And the way that that's going to happen is reconnecting to the beauty that's within you. So please take care, and I would love for you to keep me posted on how things are going, how your energy levels are. And again, from the bottom of my heart, I extend my deepest sympathies for your loss of your brother. And please know we'll be thinking about you and take care. Dear Lost Sister, I've been looking for you. I know we've been together a lot lately, yet we aren't really connecting. We don't see you. We see your plea for disconnection and numbness, but we know you want something different. That something different honors your soul and the earth suit that takes care of it. Notice what your body needs. Notice what you need. Practice meeting those needs with compassion. Out of the darkness will produce light, beauty, joy, and connection. Love, food. Do you have a complicated relationship with food and want to change? I want to help. Send your Dear Food letter to lovefoodpodcast at gmail.com. I hope to read about your experiences soon. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is the Love Food Series. Have you enjoyed the show, or would you like to give me feedback? I welcome your thoughts. Please give a review in iTunes and subscribe. 
this type of kindness helps the show continue. You can also tweet me at eatingpermitrd. Take care. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.